For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Thank you. 
Welcome, everyone, to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the maestro of wrestling. Great to have you with us, as always, right here on VOCNation.com. This is the place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, and future professional wrestling, plus so much more. You never know who's going to call in and tap the fun. Uh, always a great timer in WCW Retro. Uh, tonight is a special night because this is Four Horsemen Night. We'll be discussing the career of the Four Horsemen, the many variations through the years, and its history. And can't wait to dive into the Four Horsemen talk with you guys tonight. So if you got any cool uh, Four Horsemen stories you want to share with us on this live WCW Retro podcast, uh, call in anytime while we're on the air at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. Uh, I'm really excited about the Four Horsemen talk tonight. Uh, some of the, the years of Four Horsemen, I lived through myself being a part of WCW. So uh, uh, I'm definitely excited to uh, talk Four Horsemen tonight with you guys. Uh, before we get to the callers and talk Four Horsemen tonight, uh, I'd like to make a few shout-outs and announcements, if you will. First off, shout-outs to Masters of Ring Entertainment at mastersofringentertainment.com, uh, Fishing with Special Friends at fishingwithspecialfriends.com, Cauliflower Alley Club at cauliflowerallyclub.org, O-R-G. Uh, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling in the Maritimes area in Canada. Uh, give them some love and find out what they're up to on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash IHW wrestling. Um, I currently star as a chief in the dust series, uh, three seasons so far. We're going to be on set this coming year for season four. And you can watch all three seasons on avail TV at availfilms.com, a V a I L films.com or on a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash D U S K series. Um, so give us some love and can't wait to get started in the fourth season for you guys. Really excited. Also going to be on set soon for The Devil's Daughter, a Harlequin origin story, which I'll be starring as Dr. Jeremy Arkham and that film. Uh, for more information and updates on that film, go to facebook.com slash real devil's daughter. And speaking of The Devil's Daughter cast, uh, we're going to be uh, at the Charlotte Comic Con this Sunday. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Concord Convention Center in Concord, North Carolina. And for more information uh, on Charlotte Comic Con, go to the website at charlottecomiccon.com. All together, no space. Uh, we're also going to be special judges uh, for the cosplay contest uh, that day as well. And it's this Sunday, April 11th, at Concord, North Carolina, at the Concord Convention Center. So come join us this Sunday if you're in the area. Um, also, uh, tomorrow night on my uh, horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Maestro uh, at midnight Eastern Standard Time. The feature will be The Ghost and the Guest from the 50s, a classic. So please uh, tune in and check that out. Uh, Dorothy will be there. And, of course, yours truly, Papa Stro. Should be a good time. Um, yeah, lots, lots of great things going on. I have uh, humbly uh, been going to be inducted in the Carolina Wrestling Hall of Fame. 
May 15th at Holy City Brewing Company in Charleston, South Carolina for the Carolina Wrestling Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm very honored. I'm going to be inducted uh, with uh, this year's uh, class of 2021. Um, I'm, I'm going to be inducted along with uh, the legendary Susan Green, uh, my former tag team partner and former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Tommy Wildfire Rich, uh, the amazing Velvet, uh, L.A. Tank, uh, Michael Devine, plus more uh, on hand that will be inducted in the uh, 2021 Carolina Wrestling Hall of Fame. May 15th. Uh, for more information, uh, go to www.carolinawrestlinghalloffame.com for more info. And uh, thank you for everyone that has supported me through the years, my wrestling career. Um, love you all for it, and I'm very honored to be to be inducted May 15th in the Carolina Wrestling Hall of Fame. So thank you very much. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to be on set soon for a uh, horror short. <laughs> Uh, called the Dark Towers, and I'll give you guys more information about that as it develops. Um, I also got a pilot miniseries in the works I'm in talks with, so I'll definitely keep you guys informed on that as well. Uh, I got a horror movie coming out later on this uh, year called Stench of Iniquity, which I uh, stars an ancient vampire named Abba in the film. But for more updates on that film, go to their Facebook page at facebook.com slash stench of iniquity. And to support all the great podcasts, we got uh, uh in the room every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Shelly Martinez every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wrestling History, Bruce Ford and Ken Resnick and the legendary Bill Apter every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, of course, WCW Retro here every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you have Sassy Steph. She has her podcast here on BBC Nation. Uh, the Raging Bull Manny Fernandez has a weekly podcast now on BBCNation.com. Um, and, and plus, some and all all the great programming and podcasts we got here on BBCNation.com. Uh, get, uh, get your fix every week. And for, get the schedules of when your favorite podcast will be uh, on the air, uh, go to VOCNation.com for more info. And thank you guys for your support. And speaking of support, uh, please support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOCNation, where you can buy your favorite VOC Nation T-shirt, including WCW Retro T-shirts on sale and shirts of yours truly, Papa Stroh. Uh, the, the four faces of Stroh join the Strohvolution. Uh, and proceeds will help benefit uh, our network. So thank you for your support. If you'd like to make a donation to myself, uh, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. And thank you for those who have already donated. Uh, much love and appreciation for that. But if you'd like to donate, send it to my PayPal. PayPal.me, M as in Mary, E as in E, slash Papa Stro. So all together is PayPal.me, slash Papa Stro. And thank you in advance for your support. And to reach me online, my official website is thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. My merchandise page to get your Papa Stro merch is thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com, slash merchandise. And I've uh, merchandise for all ages, including pets on sale. So get your Papa Stro merch and represent Team Stro worldwide today. I'm on Facebook at Stro the Maestro. 
Twitter at Sign Destro, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash RealPapaStro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash stromaestro. And uh, if you email me for bookings for TV, wrestling, film, uh, endorsements, uh, voiceover commentary, seminars, conventions, Comic-Cons, radio, interviews, I do a lot these days, a whole bunch of stuff. So to book me for any of the events and then some, or cast me your television film or uh, TV series or special, email me at strofoya at yahoo.com. That's S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A, strofoya, all together, no space, at yahoo.com. If you'd like to be a special guest on WCW Retro, shoot me an email at wcwretro at yahoo.com. I'd love to have you bring you on the show and uh, give you some exposure, if you will, to the world, man. And VOC Nation is rocking, man. We're kicking butt. We're we're reaching number one in different... Different, different, blah, blah, blah. Sorry. <laughs> tongue tied. Demographics from around the world, and hopefully we'll be number one soon in the U.S. So we're working on it. We're getting there. But we're making waves, man, around the world. And thank you for the countries that have supported us, that listen to VOCNation.com. Much appreciated for love. I'll tell you what we'll do. We're going to. Uh, Take our first commercial break, and then we come back. We'll be talking Four Horsemen, Dede, right here on VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. And let's see what we can do here. We have to find something cool to lead into the commercial with. I had something cool here. I lost it, but uh, oh, we're back now. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's... uh. Let's go into the commercials with Ricky Steamboat. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back in a few minutes, folks. Stick with us. Hey, this is a Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into like snuff film territory there. In the room, 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. 
Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th, featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band, Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Now let's bring in once again the man, the world heavyweight champion, that's your boy Rick Flair. You know, as great as I ever, it's a little hard. When there are too many telephone booths around my stuff to get ready to come out here woo, and style and profile for the world today. You see, this is the world heavyweight champion. Just like this, one moment, the greatest athlete alive, just like this, the second moment, a refined business executive. And you know what? When you're the world champion, you always hang out. With the elite people in the greatest sport in the world, I'm talking about professional wrestling. You look at the great Tony Blanchard, the United States heavyweight champion, right here. My own family, the national tag team champion, only in our innocence, and the new world, and I mean world television champion, the great Arn Anderson and Tony you got to know that, brother, you're standing right here in some tall cotton, if you know what I mean, right, Ole? Some of the best in the world. Not some of the best. You're talking about the best. Everybody else looks at the Andersons. They look at Flair. They look at Blanchard. And when they try to figure out a game plan or when they want to figure out
to be the rest of their life. That's the people that they look at. We're the people that they look at. We've got more pictures in wrestling rooms, locker rooms, than any place else, anybody else in the whole world. That's because we're the best. We've got the belts to prove it. We've always done a lot of talking. We've always done a lot of bragging. But like we said years ago, I guess, it's difficult to be modest when you're so great. And we are great. We oh, are Lord, how it's hard to be humble. Oh. You know, you're looking, at, you're looking at the real path attraction guys right here. I mean, girls, is there anything like it? I know all you women out there in Columbus know how refined Ole Anderson can be, huh? You remember how you used to pair out? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Here is Dusty Rose. Make up the end of the quiet time. Ha, 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 ha. Classic promo from the Four Horsemen. The OGs, if you will. Uh, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Ole Anderson, and J.J. Dillon. Man. Uh, classic. Uh, one of the greatest uh, factions of all time, the Four Horsemen, and which is the topic of tonight's discussion here in WCW Retro. Uh, so uh, if you guys got any cool Four Horsemen stories you'd like to share on air, uh, feel free to call in, 914-338-1885. Once again, it's 914-338-1885. Let's, uh, let's talk to him with you guys. Um, so much history with the Four Horsemen. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I, I mentioned uh, a few seconds earlier, one of the greatest factions ever. Uh, we had many variations through the years. Uh, you know, Lex Luger was a Four Horseman, uh, Barry Windham, Paul Roma, uh, Sid Vicious, uh, Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, uh, Mongo Mc, Steve Mongo McMichael. Uh, yes, it's really interesting the variations to the years of the Four Horsemen. And uh, at one point when they were with Barry Windham, uh, all four were champions. Uh, with which uh, Barry Windham was the United States champion, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson were the World Tag Team champions, and Ric Flair was the World Heavyweight champion. You know, tremendous time. Uh, the Four Horsemen, but uh, yeah, so much history there. Uh, and the Four Horsemen uh, faced the very best at the time with the, with the Road Warriors, uh, Dusty Rhodes, Magnum T.A., Ronnie Garvin, Jimmy Garvin, uh, Rock and Roll Express. Uh, I mean, the list goes on, the names that uh, they're in the ring with and uh, had legendary matches with uh, the Nikita Koloff uh, and uh, just uh, I can go on like a list all night long of <laughs> tremendous uh, teams and uh, singles competitors they've been in the ring with. So, uh, you know, always uh, the four horsemen were always a constant, if you will. And uh, I mean, and I, I know anytime the horsemen was in the ring with anybody, they make whoever they were in the ring with look like a million bucks. And it's amazing. I mean, the, the true war courses of the business, the four horsemen. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. We, we got a caller here, uh, 3114 Area Code. The Full Horseman Night here in WCW Retro. Let's see who this is. Uh, oh, welcome to WCW Retro. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Sounds like they're having a party going on. <laughs> so we, it's 
So, yeah, keep listening in, and uh, when the, the coast is clear, you can call back in. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the full horseman night right here in WCW Retro. And it's a big wrestling week at, all together, being it's WrestleMania week uh, as well. You know, had, of course, you have Monday Night Raw, uh, like a Tuesday, you had the, the WWE Hall of Fame, which, uh, you know, some very good friends of mine got inducted in, into the uh, Hall of Fame, uh, Rob Van Dam, JBL, Kane, uh, Molly Holly. Uh, yeah, a tre- tremendous Hall of Fame ceremony. Eric Bischoff, uh, Hulk Hogan, the NWO. Yeah, and and a lot of the, you know, a lot of the names I just mentioned, you know, I've I've wrestled with <laughs> through the years, so it, it really hit home this year, the Hall of Fame and everything. But uh, like I had like many great matches with uh, Rob Van Dam through the years. Uh, of course, I was in WCW with uh, Hulk Hogan, the NWO, and Molly Holly, um, and uh, I, I know I've known Kane forever, even back in the days of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and his Unabomber. Uh, uh, tremendous! I mean, it's tremendous him going being inducted in the Hall of Fame this year, and, and JBL. I've known JBL for for years. Uh, him and my dad were really good friends, actually. So. Uh, because I, I missed, I first met JBL at the NWA show uh, down in Texas years ago, and uh, and ever since him, and my dad really uh, hit it off. <laughs> Got to be good friends. Uh, so yeah, and Eric Bischoff, man, uh, he's the guy that hired me in WCW. So uh, yeah, always much uh, respect for Eric, and really happy he got inducted this year as well. So yeah. And so the Hall of Fame was this Tuesday night. Uh, Wednesday was uh, AEW Dynamite and night one of Stand and Deliver at NXT. Both good shows. Tonight is uh, night two of Stand and Deliver with NXT. And then, uh, of course, tomorrow night, SmackDown. And then uh, Saturday and Sunday's WrestleMania. <laughs> Oof, a lot of wrestling, man. A lot of wrestling. So, uh, yeah, big, big, big week for sure. But uh, back, back to the Four Horsemen, man. Oh gosh, I mean, I mean, they're involved in the, the war games uh, all together and individually. Uh, they had good matches. Like Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson were good, a, a good tag team as well as singles competitors. Uh, Ole Anderson, The Rock. He was the OG horseman, uh, alongside with you know Ric Flair, who was like uh, it was the constant of the Four Horsemen, and it's uh, interesting how Arn Anderson was the one that created the name Four Horsemen. Uh, he mentioned the promo uh, years ago, and it just stuck to it, and that's how they became the Four Horsemen. <laughs> and uh, been legendary and been household names ever since. Great, great stuff. Uh, we'll be taking another commercial break and we'll come back. We'll be talking full horsemen and taking calls from you guys. So call in. Uh, once again, you can call in at 914 338 1885 and uh, give us your favorite full horseman story for tonight. But uh, stick with us and uh, we'll be back in a few and delete into the commercial. 
Let's see what we can do here. Leading to the commercial, uh, go some go for some NWO. <laughs> Be back in a few, folks. Stick with us. I can be serious for a minute. You're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer, The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archived free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I might be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, fill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the BOT Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights 9 Eastern on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
Welcome back to WCW Retro. Papa Stroh here, and we're discussing Full Horseman tonight. It's the Full Horseman night. And anytime you guys want to call in and talk Full Horseman, you can do so at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And let's get to it, shall we? Okay. 479 area code. Welcome to WCW Retro. Hi, Stroh. It's Granny. Grant, hey, how you doing? Welcome back. I'm okay. Sorry I missed last week. I would have loved to have been a part of last week's discussion, being that you were all talking about Ricky and Robert. You there, Stro? Did I lose you? Okay, guys, I'm back. Uh, a little technical difficulty. Uh, let's get Granny back on the air here. Uh, Hello, <laughs> Granny. Welcome back. Me. Yeah, sorry, some I tech, maybe some tech issue. Oh, oh yeah, no, you're well, fine. Yeah, four, I, it's a full horseman night tonight. You got any full horseman stories you want to share? Or? What? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I hated missing last week, though. I mean, you know, last week y'all had. We're talking about the Rock and Roll Express. I would have loved to have been part of that discussion, but Four Horsemen yeah. are pretty cool, you know. I know you're not much of a heel so. person, but uh, no, yeah, but, you got to admire know, the Four Horsemen. Now, <laughs> okay, now I I never got to meet Flair. Um, I was well, I didn't get to go to that actual wrestling show a couple of years ago and Hot Springs, but Ric Flair was supposed to make an appearance, and he couldn't make it, so they brought Lex Luger in. But I did get to meet my Anthony and David and I. We got to meet Arn Anderson at that CWA show back in October of 2019. That was pretty cool. Awesome. He was awesome. a really he was really a nice guy. But, you know, yeah, that show yeah, yeah. that Flair was supposed to have been at in, like, May of 2019, there were so many fans that got so upset at the promoter. And it really wasn't the promoter's fault what happened. But I tell you, they were to the point where after that show, they didn't do several shows for several months because of, of the way some people were acting, you know, when Flair couldn't make, you know, when Flair couldn't make it to the show, you know, and they were demanding right. their money well, get, back, and they were well, just being back hateful to Arn about it. And Arn Anderson's one of the OGs of the Four Horsemen. I mean, he's pretty much the guy mm-hmm. that gave the name to the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he was really, he was really a nice guy. I'm really glad that we had the opportunity to get to meet him. Absolutely. Um, Good stuff. All right. Uh, let's, let's invite more people to the party, shall we? Uh, 854 area code. Welcome to WCW Retro. Hi, Papa Stro. Hi, Granny. Um, hey, Malcolm. Malcolm. Hi, Malcolm. How you doing, man? Uh, things are getting better. I mean, I I got to meet Ric Flair three times. Pa, uh, Papa Stro, I've got to tell you this. We were at, um, it was a show in 2011. I think it was May. And Rick Flair was uh, uh, Victor Pritchard ran Gemini Sports Cards, and and I show up and I got a white Oakland Raider number twelve black number with silver trim Kenny Stabler jersey because I had a snake around my neck, and and me and Rick were talking, we were taking a photo together, 
the first time I met him, and we're looking straight ahead, and I got this big smile on my face. I'm doing this Hogan pose where I got my arm extended, my other arm over my head kind of thing, and Rick's got, like, peripheral vision. He's looking to the side of me, you know, with his eyes. They look like looking sideways, you know, instead of straight ahead. He's kind of looking to the side of me, you know, like I lost my mind. <laughs> so... Yeah, I missed him the second time. I didn't bring a copy of the picture. I had it blown up into an 8 Rick's, Rick's always been that way. He's always aware of his surroundings, even in the ring. When If you ever notice, even when he's taking backdrops and stuff like that, he's always looking where he's going. So he's a smart guy, Rick is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the third time we took the picture, I showed Rick. Rick goes, that's a woo picture. We're both laughing. It's like the third picture, you can see us both almost, instead of smiling, we're both almost laughing. You know, I'm, I'm like right next to him, sitting in a chair. So, And I met Arne Anderson and Barry Windham. I met them at StarCast. That was Memorial Day. I believe it was on Sunday. It was the same day I met the Rock and Roll Express, and, and Tony Blanchard and J.J. Dillon were there. And this was like in sometime the end of May, and Rick Flair, they told me, was sick. He was supposed to be at the event, but he couldn't make it. So I gave JJ this get well card for Rick Flair because he had been so nice to me. He even signed a picture. He signed my Hulk Hogan jacket. I couldn't believe that. I mean, I was I, I've been to so many events, Papa Stro, and got these wrestling fans say, "Oh, don't have uh, this guy sign that Hulk Hogan jacket. He hates Hulk Hogan." You know, but The Undertaker signed it, Ric Flair signed it, Brad Hart signed it. All these guys, they told me Steve Austin signed it for me. I mean, all these guys, they said hated Hulk Hogan. They, he signed it anyway, you know. And I was going to have Arn Anderson and Barry Windham sign it, but I had this NWO weight belt. It was black with um, silver NWO in the middle. Hogan knows I like the Raiders. I mean, Granny, it's not the Raiders of today. It's the old Raiders I grew up with when I was a kid. In the oh, yeah. The 80s, I know, so. Malcolm. I know. I know. I'm walking. Actually, Granny, I'm walking away from the Raiders. I'm selling my car. I told everybody I moved back here to South Carolina. I want a new start. I'm trading in. This has nothing to do with the NFL. You know, I know you like the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs and everything, but it has nothing to do with that. This has to do, I traded him much silver and black for some red and yellow, and that stands for Hulk, Hulkamania and some red, white, and blue, too. So, but Papa Stroh, I, I met Tully Blanchard. I'll never forget we're at the CAC. I don't know if you were there, the Cough Rally Club. And Mike and me took a picture with J.J. Dillon and Tully Blanchard, and I knew how to hold up the four yeah, horsemen sign. J.J. Yeah, J.J.'s trying to show Mike how to do the four horsemen sign, and me and Tully are laughing. <laughs> oh, that's great. But that's that's I, the great. The person I haven't met, the main person from the horsemen I haven't met yet, I've met Sting. I've met Luger. They were part of the horsemen back in the 80s and the early 90s. But I have not met Ole Anderson. You know, and I even refer, Papa Stroh, I even refer to my mental disability, my four symptoms, my four conditions. I have schizophrenia, paranoia, bipolar, and post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, the schizophrenia would be Ric Flair, okay, and the, and the, uh, uh, the paranoia would probably be totally uh, Blanchard, and uh, the bipolar would be um, Ole Anderson and the post-traumatic stress disorder because he's a war veteran would be Arne Anderson, the enforcer. So, like, yeah, if, I, if I you, want people to hear that. 
If you ever meet Ole Anderson, you have to come back and tell us all about it. This, I oh, definitely got to hear mean, about it. I told Rick Blair I'd, I'd love to meet him because I like – if I meet Ole, I'm going to tell him I loved it when he says – he goes – Ole's one sing. of a kind. Yeah, they were kicking – Ole's one of a kind, They were kicking Sting. It was Clash of the Champions night, and they were kicking Sting out of a horseman. He goes, he goes, hey, he goes, it doesn't take a blind man to see there's three of us and only one of you. I mean, I just love if I meet Ole Anderson, I'm going to Actually, I was going to play that uh, promo, actually, before you guys got on the air here. I was going to play that promo oh, with the kick that? thing out of the horseman. Really? I missed that. I'm sorry. I tucked my No, it's, no, it's quite all right. I'll, I'll, I'll probably do it later on the show. But, uh, yeah, okay. it's funny you I'm mentioned I was getting ready to play that clip. Yeah, but can I Good mention stuff. my favorite moment um, from Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson, I've been, my favorite moment from Barry Windham yeah, and Rick Flair? Yeah, that's what I've been waiting for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Tully and Arn, they took on the, the Road Warriors, in sep- I believe it was in September of 88, and that, it was right before Tully and Arn went to the WWF and became the Brain Busters with Bobby Heenan. But they right. lost the belts to the Road Warriors. You know, that's one. The other is it was January of 1989, and uh, Hot Step Eddie Gilbert had a challenge from Barry Windham and Rick Flair, and he said he was going to bring a mystery partner, talking to Jim Ross and, and Tony Schiavone. He was going to bring a mystery partner next week, next Saturday. And it ended up being Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. You know, and, and Steamboat made his debut. He ended up... Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Flair at War Games and took the title from Flair. But he built this whole thing up. You know, uh, Richie came back to the NWA, you know, and I thought that was one of the coolest moments ever in NWA and wrestling history to me. You know, Scott Step Ed Gilbert, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so those are my yeah, two what, moments. What a, what, a great, uh, what a great deal that was. Yeah, I, I remember that. Uh, it was great stuff. Um, Mr. Hollywood yeah, is joining Stroh. us. Uh, welcome back, Mr. Hollywood. Oh, How you doing, Papa Joe Maestro? Is that Malcolm? We got Malcolm. We got Granny Hulkster. We have Granny Hulkster. Mr. Hollywood, the Dream Team. We have Malcolm. And we have Papa Joe Maestro. WCW Retro. And who is Full Horseman Night, man? It's what, what good to hear your voice, Mr. Hollywood. I have. We you haven't too. talked for quite a while. It's good. How are you doing, Granny? It's good to hear your voice, Granny Halston. You doing okay? Uh, I've been it's very full horseman night, man. What you got busy. for the full horseman? Oh, I got something for you. I have something for you, Here, check it out. I had the honor of going to a WCW match years ago, and I saw Ric Flair in the, in the ring with talking to me and Gene in Charlotte, North, in Charlotte yeah. North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, they did Hollywood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. This is uh, Hollywood. And let me tell you another one here. I had the honor. I think I was like 12, 13 years old. I lived at probably uh, like near Parkinsville Shopping Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I saw Telly Blanchard in a clothing store. I looked at him. I gave him. I, I stuck up my four fingers. He did it back. I went in and got it. I got his autograph. I had the pleasure of meeting Telly Blanchard. He's a nice guy. Nice. Nothing like nothing like nice. nothing cool. like nothing like on television. Yes, sir, <laughs> Mr. Hollywood. It's it's. it's it, it's cool you said that because, like, during, like, a lot of the Horseman interviews over the years with Rick and the Andersons and the various others, they would talk about how even though they were heels and villains most of their years, you know, they had some fans that still cheered for Flair. 
they even had some Anderson fans and, and so forth, and, and even cheered Barry Windham when he was a heel villain and Luger and all that. But when it came to Tully Blanchard, everybody hated Tully Blanchard. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm going to tell you, me, like, and Maestro, I'm going to tell you, even me, Maestro, even me, personally, I thought he was a jerk. But when I met him in person, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. was wrong. I, I was wrong. Oh, you're right. He's super cool. Uh, Papa Stewart, when I met him, I told him I loved the slingshot suplex off the ropes. I said that yeah. was one of the coolest moves ever, and the way you strut around the ring, totally. That was so cool, man. He recently yeah, did totally it with FTR and AEW. See that? When he was teamed with the FTR, he brought it back, the slingshot suplex. Yeah, that was I amazing. Like that move too. I, thought it was, I thought that was a cool move. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, even did it to Big Bubble Rogers before he became Big Bubble Rogers, actually. He did? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Papa Stroh, he, yeah, I, he I, used that move for a while. As a member of the Brain Busters, when they first came in there in 88, he used it for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, man, him and Arn were a hell of a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, Mike, can I say something else? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I want to talk about years ago in, on the NWA. It was a situation where the four horsemen um, jumped. The, um, they jumped the Road Warriors. I mean, it was like four against two. I'm yes. Like, four, four against two. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Right. I mean, I, but I, was, I was yelling at that television. I said, you cheater, you cowards, four on two. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that was unheard of because the Road Warriors, they ran rush shot over everybody back then. So, exactly. That yeah, was an unfair. Crazy. That was a very unfair advantage. Four on two. That <laughs> yeah, was so right. unfair. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow. <laughs> the horsemen are beating up the road warriors. I couldn't believe it. It was crazy. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I will never forget that. But you know, payback was here because they they got him back later. Oh, did they? Oh, my God. Remember War Games? Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. They broke J.J. Dillon's arm and shoulder. Remember that? Oh, In the Doomsday device? <laughs> wow. Payback is a payback. Can I say that? Payback is hell. The four horsemen were the masters of the War Games. Nobody controlled the War Games like the horsemen did. J.J. and all of them. I mean, they always gave their best in the War Games. They put it over and the bunch they definitely the weren't, enough, weren't enough of them, for sure. There were a lot of quite a few war games matches. Yeah, I love the. I totally it's, definitely agree with that, Malcolm. Definitely. One point. Uh, my mouth's watering right now. The blood, the steel cage. Yeah, I want to climb in right now. <laughs> um, we you mentioned Rock and Roll Express earlier. You know, we were talking about them last, the other week, and uh, you know, the Horsemen had some great matches with the Rock and Roll Express. Absolutely. They sure did. Wow. And, uh, you know, Rock and Roll, he's team with Dusty Rhodes against the Rock and Roll Express, which was really cool to see. Well, I didn't know that one. I missed that one. Oh, man. Those those shows back then were – the fans were just electric back then, man. My God, it was just crazy. They were. They were. They were. Yeah, and and totally – Arn, they had some great matches in the WWF. They had two good feuds with the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, and with um, mm-hmm. and with the Bushwhackers, Luke and Butch. 
you know, they they uh, they put it over, you know, uh, when they had and demolition accidents smashed. They had some great matches with them, and I think it was '89. Um, you know, so the horsemen carried really, it everywhere, every federation. It, you know, it, it really makes you think. What would have happened if the horsemen came to the WWE? I mean, it, that would, uh, it would have, it would have kind of changed. <laughs> it, it would have changed the whole dynamic of a lot of things. <laughs> the horsemen to yes, WWE. it most certainly would have. Be yeah, amazing. forgive me, Papa Stroh. Uh Forgive me, Mr. McMahon, but I can't say WWE. I just say, I wouldn't even say that. I'll say World Wrestling Federation. It just—it's like saying Los Angeles or Las Vegas Raiders. I just can't do it. It's got to be Oakland Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Blame, blame it on the panda, <laughs> the panda bear. <laughs> World Wildlife Funder, yeah. <laughs> oh goodness gracious, yeah. Oh yeah, because even you know, Granny, a lot of you know, with a lot of our uh, fan favorites in the wrestling industry, owe a lot to the Horsemen for the matches they had. We mentioned Rock and Roll, we mentioned Road Warriors, uh, Ronnie and Jimmy Garvin. The Garvins, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Barry Windham, who eventually became a horseman. Uh, yep. Lex Luger, yeah, who start, went became a horseman, then got kicked out of the horseman. Same as Ole Anderson. <laughs> so, this is nuts. <laughs> See, I was a big, I was a big Barry Windham fan for a long time, you know, and then he became part of the Horsemen, and I kind of didn't like him so much after that, you know. But, I mean, I was a huge – I liked Barry Windham. I liked to watch him wrestle. You know, I liked Lex Luger, too, you know. And I've always been a right. Sting fan, but, you know, so. Well, speaking of Sting, <laughs> I got a special treat for you. This is, this, this is the night that Sting – even Sting actually was a horseman for a brief time. And this is yeah. the bit where it's – Thing gets kicked out of the horseman that Malcolm alluded yep. to earlier. So I'm gonna play I'm gonna play this clip for you guys yes. real quick. So enjoy yes. it. Enjoy. Here it is. You ready? <laughs> yep, I'm ready. Let's, let's do this. Okay. Let me get the volume right here. Okay, here we go. There you see the old fucker in the ring right there. Hello. <laughs> I wanna say one thing right now. Uncle Terry, I love Uncle Terry. Two things that's going to be hard to beat in 1990. <laughs> One of them is World Championship Wrestling because it's here to stay. And the other one is the Horseman. All four of us. Rick Flair, Stan, Foley, and Aaron Anderson. Here they are. Come on out, guys. Oh, this is great. I love the music. Yeah, this is before they had the intro with the horses <laughs> and everything. And there oh, God, just kick it. Oh, good old JR. Anderson, Anderson, the four horses, the most physical entourage in the sport today. The Anderson Flair all dressed up and Sting's wearing a Western outfit. Hilarious. Yeah. Cornette called it too. 
Cornette called only in there for Johnny Cash. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go.
you make up your mind, you go tell Ross, you tell everybody in the world on this national TV that you're going to get... Sting would have kept his mouth shut. He had two hours to decide. <laughs> oh, he God. Here he we go. That. Sting, I bought you a little time because oh, I want you back. It's easy. The whole deal is this. You got two hours to make up your mind, and you're no longer a horseman. Oh, and boy. if we ever see you again, you're not going to be quite so lucky as you are tonight. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, I'm going to punch. Come on. Look at this. Oh, God. You slapped? Back and sing in the face. Flair's brutal to stop, man. Uh, Marcus, yeah. 
uh, Buff Bagwell was wrestling against Matt Riviera that night, and Arn Anderson came out and actually interfered in the match, and he ended up taking out Buff Bagwell after the match was over with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Tremendous. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah, well, well, speaking of, uh, well, you know, they feuded too, actually, with you know, with Bagwell was with the NWO because the Horsemen in the mm-hmm. NWO had quite a few battles. Mm-hmm. And Bagwell, you know, he was true. teaming with Scott there Steiner. Was... He was teaming yep. with Scott Steiner, and also he was teaming up with um, Scott Norton at one time with the NWO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Papa Stro, there was one time in ninety seven September the fall brawl. Um, you know, it it just made me I almost cried when this happened because I had so much respect for Rick Flair. Kurt Henning thought he was gonna be one of the horsemen and end up joining the NWO and they slammed Flair's head, you know, in that cage door. And oh, Flair, yeah. you know, he had the oh God, that broke my heart because I just loved Rick Flair. Oh, I didn't care if you, I, I didn't care if you was a bad guy, you know. Right. Speaking of, um I'm trying to find I'm trying to look up the um Oh goodness, let's see. You know the most unusual try, member I, I, hang, hang on one second, hang hang on I'm Malcolm. Mac hang on, let me okay. finish. I'm trying to um find a video actually uh where you were talking about where um Ric Flair <clears throat> made his return to uh Nitro right after that because it was along those lines when Kurt Kurt Hennig turned on the horseman like you said and yeah. um they had they had to span the horseman and then they you know, they all come come back together that night in Nitro and but um yeah I was there in Greenville that night when they got back together it, it was tremendous yeah, you know who would have been a great uh, one guy that shouldn't have been a horseman, but he put it over to me. Um, he was originally an announcer with Peppy, Steve Mongo McMichael. I thought, you know, making him a horseman was kind of unusual. But I thought Larry the Cruncher Zabisco would have made a great member of the Four Horsemen if he ever been one. You know, remember the Dangerous Alliance? Yeah, Larry the Cruncher. I thought he'd be a great horseman. The living legend, right? Larry Zabisco? Yeah, I love the Larry Land. I call him Larry Land when I met him. <clears throat> met him two times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Larry's great, man. Well, I, I think Larry was too busy at the time. He was doing commentary. If you notice, he was doing commentary a lot with the Nitros and all that. Yeah, and, I mean, that's a lot of reason why Bobby Heenan couldn't manage me. Because he came close to managing me when I uh, first started WCW. Yeah, I, 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 no, I'm serious. I, I, it was Bobby. It was Bobby Eaton um, and Sherry Martell were my two picks, and I told the office that. And Bobby wanted to do it. He really did, but he was too obligated with the commentary. And and Sherry almost had it, which was been really cool. Yeah, but Papa so, a little bit of trivia for you. Larry Zabisco made. He said. Instead of the New World Order, the New World Odor. I told Larry that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, right? Yeah. Ah, it, you know that's the video is so hard to find. I, there's, I got like one half of the video, and 
and that's the half where Arn Anderson's doing the introduction, but that's about it. Because uh, Flair gets this unbelievable promo on Eric Bischoff afterwards. I was trying to play it. What about Mr. Hollywood? You, Mr. Hollywood, you got any more moments? No, he's not here with us right now. He had to jump off, but he gave his oh, love to everybody. Oh, okay. Well, how about you, Granny? You got any more? Oh, I've just, like I said, I've just been enjoying listening to this conversation. I mean, you know, so. You know, didn't didn't you all both of you get the feeling all through the history since the Horsemen, I believe, were started in '85 or '86, there was always that chemistry, even on those nitros until like, you know, when all the, you know, legends left. You know, and like Jeff Jarrett and uh, Brad Hart and all those guys started the New World Order. But there was always that chemistry around of the Four Horsemen. It was even going on at that time. You could always feel the Four Horsemen energy, even on the last Nitro when Sting faced Ric Flair in Panama Beach, you know, Panama City or whatever it was called. I mean, I still could feel the energy all the time. The Horsemen were always there, the ghost of the Horsemen. I, I think the only one did it. I think the only one didn't like ahead, being so. a horseman was uh, Paul Roma. <laughs> he didn't like being a horseman. Yeah, Paul Roma. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Granny. I can Sorry. remember something funny when Malcolm mentioned Jeff Jarrett. I remember seeing an episode of Jeff Jarrett and Ric Flair were, you know, in the ring, and Dustin Rhodes comes out. And Ric Flair was wanting Dusty to come to the ring. And here comes Dustin, and he says, I don't want you, boy. I want your old man. You tell your old man to get out of here and and everything. And Dustin's Dustin's like, well, you know, Flair... You know, it's just like everybody wants to know who you, who's your daddy. Well, let me introduce you to my daddy. And Dusty Rhodes comes out to the ring with a white donkey. Yeah. On the back oh my of God, the donkey's yeah. butt said Dusty's white ass. <laughs> and Ric Flair says, Ric Flair told oh, Jeff Jarrett, he says, well, I'm not going to go kiss that. You go do it. And Jeff says, whoa, 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 wait a minute, Flair. He says, you're the boss. He says, it's up to you to go do that. Well, oh my then God. They, they act Classic. like they're going to shove each other. So they take out Dustin. Well, here comes Dusty right. to the ring. And all of a sudden, and Dusty takes Flair and Jarrett both to that donkey and Dustin takes one, and Dusty's got the other one, and they take Jeff Jarrett and Ric Flair's face right into that donkey's butt, and they both have oh, to kiss the—they both had That's to kiss the donkey's butt. Oh wow! Oh, that was and when he mentioned when he mentioned Jeff Jarrett, I remember that. I remember seeing. I remember that, and that was so funny. I thought that was so funny. Oh, yeah, that, that was very funny. He says, I'm not going to do it. You do it. Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair was like magic, man. Every time they would wrestle each other <laughs> oh, and yeah. do anything together, it was amazing. Yeah, Papa Joe, remember the last pay-per-view ever in WCW, if it was called? But uh, Adam was showing it to me on WWE Network, 
and uh, what was it? Uh, Jeff Jarrett. I think it was Jeff Jarrett and Flair teamed up, and they were taking on. Could have been somebody other than Jeff Jarrett, but I think it was Jeff Jarrett. Well, Rick I, Flair it was one of the last on. ones. The very last one was Ric Flair and Sting in the main event. That was the one. Yeah, right, I know, but you that, know, the night right before they got yeah before yeah, they got took over by was WWE. Like a pay for. And yeah, probably the favorite. I, I yeah. can believe Dusty. Yeah, Dusty ate 260 burritos and came out and said, "You're gonna kiss my <laughs> stuck his butt in Flair's face." <laughs> That's a lot well, of burritos. Yeah, that, and see, and Dusty brought that up too, Malcolm. Uh, and he says, "And this, and this white, this white donkey, he just got done eating 300 burritos." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! I, I can't even imagine. That's that, that's well, a lot of uh, that's a lot they of got burritos. That's all I gotta say. They got their faces shoved in that donkey's butt, like <laughs> on each side of his butt, and I mean they rubbed their head and their face in that donkey's butt. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, I, I found but, uh, yeah, but, I it, found it, it, uh, but they did have they that Malcolm they did have that written on his. It said Dusty's white ass. <laughs> well, I found I found it. I found this is the clip where Ric Flair returns to reform the Four Horsemen and Nitro. You, some of you, you you might have remembered this. Uh, this was in Greenville. There was a le- uh, electric night, and when Flair came out, the whole roof <clears throat> just blew off the building. And uh, and the speech he gives afterwards, uh, which brought up Eric Bischoff, and he ended up cussing out Bischoff. <laughs> yeah. No, here we I go. Was in Loma Linda. Here we go, Malcolm. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> well, before we go any further, Chris Benoit, you got this thing rolling, and I'm gonna go on record as saying, if there's a finer wrestler in all the land than you, I don't know who it is. Your intensity, the first time I saw you wrestle, made you something special. You're something special in my eyes. You knew what it meant to be a horseman. You will carry that tradition way past the year 2000. Mongo McMichael, you're hard-headed. A lot of times, you're hard to be around. But the fact is, in my I believe eyes, it. you're all man. You're certainly all pro. And when this is all said and done, if I've got anything to say about it, you will mean to this sport what you meant to the sport of pro football. Now, Dean Malenko. Here we go, Dean. The ice. I've been out here yakking for the last 10 years about what it meant to be a horseman, work ethic, respect for the business, respect for each other, respect for the people that came before us. And while I was yakking the last year and the last couple of months, you were out there fighting the fight for the horseman. You exemplify what a horseman has always meant. Overachievement. Being the very best you could be each and every day of your life, whether you were sick or hurt or whatever the case may be. And it makes me proud now. I'm going to say one more time. I said that you didn't get it. Well, I didn't get it. Because if there was ever a horseman, it makes me a little misty eyed and a real proud to call on this day the finest thing you can be in this sport of professional wrestling. That's a horseman. Ladies and gentlemen, through the year 2000, we're going to do exactly what all of you across this nation have asked. 
Arn Anderson, bring back the horseman. And I feel it fair to tell you, I'm not going to be responsible for what happens next. Because we don't wear white hats. We're not nice guys. And I can tell you this, heads are going to roll. So, careful what you wish for. Because now you have it. Oh, what a goose. What a goose. You know, I get accused of getting racked in the head a few times and having a little touch of Alzheimer's. My God, I almost forgot the fourth horseman. Rick Flair, go, go, go. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that being there that night, I mean, it felt like the whole roof was coming off. The ovation he got. Unbelievable. Yeah, came out crying and everything. It was, it was amazing. His theme song was 2001 Space Odyssey, wasn't it, from the movie? Your touch, man. That tells the whole story. Oh, it sure does, Mike Denae. Words just do not do this moment justice. Professor Mike Denae. I mean, to be there live, Bobby, you, you just get chills up your arm. Look at the respect they show the nature of That's Bobby Heenan, isn't it? Everybody's wow. standing. I mean, just four horsemen signs all over the place. <laughs> nuts. That was definitely a nut to remember. Oh, God. <clears throat> oh, here comes the speech. <laughs> this is when Eric Bischoff comes out and he starts cussing <laughs> them out. Oh, God. <clears throat> this is great. By the way, congrats to Eric Bischoff being inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame. Amen. Pretty awesome. It's one of the nicest guys I ever met. Yeah, I got to meet Eric Bischoff one time. He did a book signing here in Springdale when we had our Hastings store open. He did a book signing on his book. Awesome. Here we go. Rick's still crying. Here we go. Even JJ's crying. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm almost embarrassed by the response. But when I see this, I know 
that the 25 years that I spent trying to make you happy every night of your life was worth every damn minute of it. <laughs> Somebody told me that the horsemen were having a party tonight in Greenville. Would that be true that the most elite group that Eric Bischoff said was dead is alive and well? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, my goodness. This might be my only shot. And I got to tell you, I'm going to make it my best. Is this what you call a great moment in TV? It's wrong because this is real. This is not what it paid for. Piper was being son of an Indian goat. 
Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that was tremendous. Oh, I know. unbelievable. I, I just had to play that for you guys. I was searching all night for that one. Yeah, Papa's Chair, the Horsemen, they did, you know, they had a, Flair was commissioner, you know, running the mm-hmm. WCW. I remember he was in that uh, mental asylum. He brought those people out, all those patients. Oh, out yeah, he was dancing with the patients, the inmates. Yeah, <laughs> and, and remember, yeah. uh, the horsemen can say they're the, probably only of the elite force in wrestling that actually had a professional wrestler as a member of their squad. Steve Mongo McMichael, right. they could say that too. Oh, that's trem- that's, that's tremendous. And you know, sometimes you got you know variety is the spice of life. You don't want. Just one Hulk Hogan. You don't want just one Roddy Piper. You want a mixture of all these, all these personalities, and they all put it together. They put the show on, to me. Oh gosh, oh man, it, it just uh, seeing these old clips just just takes you back, and it's like how how wrestling was so hot at one time, all all together. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you just see those live crowds and everything. You just get chills watching. I I, I met a lot of big wrestlers, Papa Stro, but Ric Flair's not that big. Piper's not that big. But uh, both those guys, when I met him, even Bret Hart, first time I met him, I was more nervous TV, than I was. TV does met Ron <laughs> Yeah, he does amazing things. See, TV, like like you you look at Eddie Guerrero on TV, uh, he he looked like Adonis. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I oh met my Ray goodness. Mysterio last year. Ray Mysterio is not that big, but you know, just standing next to him, all the things he's done for his size. Oh yeah, he had I, a good I told him. the horseman. You know, the horseman yeah. does. You know that version of horseman back then. Yeah, and and when the um, NWO took over, the horseman got really involved in that. I mean. Uh, they took out Arn Anderson, and they took out that was it Chris Benoit were the two they took out. I think Dean Malenko were um, and Mongo and those guys well, were helping out. Well, at one point the Horsemen in the Dungeon of Doom were teaming up against the in, NWO, the Four Horsemen in the Dungeon yeah. of Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're, you're trying, it was like you know WCW versus NWO type thing. And you know what, Papa Stu, they were even involved in the evolution of Sting from, you know, the spike blonde hair to the dark brown hair, and then he changed over uh, at Fall Brawl 96. Right. Flair and Arn didn't trust him, and then he went to that black, dark uh, part of his life and came back as the crow. You could say the horsemen are responsible for that, too. You know, they were involved in it. Oh, yeah. And they even teamed, believe it or not, for a brief moment, they even teamed up with Roddy Piper against NWO, the Horsemen. Yeah. <laughs> Flair and Piper. Yeah. You know, Papa Strip Piper told me when you got on the plane with Ric Flair, he said he put, he brought his show everywhere. He was on the plane. He'd get drunk. He'd dance with the stewardess. And Piper told me, Malcolm, you had to see it to believe it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I, I've been to those Horsemen parties, man. Oh, my gosh. Those, uh Insane. I mean, there was one party I went to. They were passing down hundred dollars of Dom Perignon, like it's going out of style. They had a whole like spread of food, and uh, 
And 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 the thing is, they did that all the time. They they you know they do the wrestling at night, they party, and then they wake up, work out, and then fly the next town. I don't see how they did it. I I, I know I couldn't keep up. Goodness gracious. I don't know what, what stuff, else to man. say about him. I mean, you know, they're probably, uh, you know, if we were to go put in a wrestling in a time machine 100 years from now, probably people would reflect more back to the to uh, the horseman in the NWA and maybe uh, Hulk Hogan in the WWF than anything else, I think. And, of course, we created a horse and beat up all the favorites back then. You know, they beat up. Remember, they beat up Ricky Morton. Um, yeah. He had to wear the nose guard, right? They beat up Dusty yeah. Rhodes, where he had the, in the parking lot, and oh gosh, they they hurt Dusty Rhodes' leg, and he came back with the 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 steel reinforced boot, the white boot he used to wear. Remember that? Yeah, and they were they were involved with the um, they were involved in the um, Crockett Cup. You know, uh, they were involved yeah. in a lot of those big matches. And also, um, they were involved when Dusty, you know, Kevin Sullivan told me he created the character. But they were involved with the Midnight Rider because they were in back. J.J. and all of them were back there. And oh, they were yeah. Kind of pulling yeah, that was, yeah. That that started back in Florida, back when Dusty and Kevin Sullivan were feuding. Yeah. And, yeah. and they brought it over to, um, you know, NWA slash WCW brought the Midnight Rider there. Yeah. And I, I, I dig the Midnight Rider, man. It was funny because they played the Willie Nelson music. He's the old Midnight yeah. Rider, <laughs> Willie Nelson song. Yeah. Oh, man. That was great. Yeah, Papa Stroh, I know WrestleMania is this weekend. There's a lot of wrestlers I respect that are going to be in matches. Oh, God, yeah. Bob Lashley, Seth Rollins. They're wrestling every night this week. Rather... <laughs> Even including tonight. Like night two, the NXT stand delivered going on right now. I'd much rather go back to the old days, you know, in the 80s when wrestling to me was, I mean, you know, it wasn't a big, you know, spectacular like the Super Bowl is every year, the World Series like it is now. Back back when, you know, the good old days, you know, wrestling, when wrestling was wrestling, you know, and, and wrestlers were well, wrestling. Speaking of re- WrestleMania, um, Let's throw a few predictions out there. Okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll name a match, and uh, you, you predict, make a prediction who's going to come out on top. And Brandon, too. Okay. Well, that's what I meant by you, the audience. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, first match comes to mind, uh, Bobby Lashley against Drew McIntyre. Who do you think is going to come out on top? The walking Armageddon, the Dominator, my buddy Bobby Lashley. Okay, what about you, Granny? What you got? I gotta go for Drew McIntyre. I'm not a Bobby Lashley fan, so I gotta go with Drew. <laughs> okay, well, Granny, we got one and one. Um, Granny, I gotta <laughs> okay, tell you, one one. he signed my Raider card for me. So anybody does that for me, I got his total back. Well, I understand that, Malcolm, and that's perfectly fine. I understand that. So, okay, uh, here's the next one: um, Sasha Banks against Bianca Belair for the women's SmackDown title. The boss. Ooh. The boss. The boss. You go with the boss, Malcolm. Okay, who you got, Granny? Yeah, because I met her. 
I met a cricket wireless. That's going to be, that's going to, I think that's going to be a pretty good match. I mean, Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, I I, I think Sasha's going to take it though. I really do. But I think Bianca's going to okay, give Sasha. her. Okay. Right. I think I think Bianca's going to give her a good fight though. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be one. Yeah, it's that's definitely one of the, the best matches. I think going to be one of the best matches on the show. And uh, um, so we got two for Sasha. All right. Cool. Uh, all right. Next yeah, we have. Next we have. Um, who do we have? Oh, yeah, The Fiend against Randy Orton. Randy Orton, the Viper. I don't like The Fiend that much. I got to go, you know, and I'm not a big Randy Orton fan, but I got to go for Randy Orton on that one. <laughs> All right. Who you got, Malcolm? Who you got, He's Cowboy Biden Orton, and I met Randy Orton. Yes. He's the Viper. I got the Viper, man. Snakes all the way. All right. We got two for Randy. All right. Awesome. Uh, okay. Now, next we have for the SmackDown Heavyweight Championship, the three-way between the champ, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and Edge. Who do you think is going to come out on top? Oh. <laughs> well... Oh man, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a tough one because I like Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. and I like Edge and I don't know, you know, Daniel Bryan he ain't taking no crap from nobody lately. I that's gonna be oh man, that's a tough one. I know. I'd like I'd like <laughs> to see Daniel Bryan. I'd like to see Daniel Bryan win that. Daniel Bryan, okay, special awesome. of the week. <laughs> So who who you got, Malcolm? I got the big dog, Roman Reigns. Love that guy. I can't wait to oh, meet him. All right. We got one for the champ, Roman. We got one for Daniel Bryan. Okay. Awesome. This will be a good match, though. So that definitely be one of the better yeah, matches. Yeah, no pun intended. No pun intended, Papa Trump, but that gives Roman Reigns the edge. The edge. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's see who else we got here. Oh yeah, Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman in the steel cage. <laughs> oh, I gotta go with Braun Strowman. Oh, Braun Strowman. Okay, I gotta go who you got, yeah. Malcolm? Money in the bank, the monster in the bank, my man Braun Strowman. <sighs> All right, Braun Strowman. Okay. <clears throat> All right, uh, for the uh, women's uh, Raw Women's Championship, Asuka defending against Rhea Ripley. Who do you think is going to come out? Asuka. 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 As Brady would say. Two for Asuka. All right, two for Asuka. Even though she thinks I'm crazy, Asuka. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Asuka. Okay, uh, for the Intercontinental Championship, I believe it's Big E and uh, Paula Cruz. Oh, Big E. Big E being Big a e. new day, you know. Yeah. I got to go with Big E. I like Big E on that one. Okay. Hey, Papa Stroud, I love his dance moves if he's listening. Big E, I love your dance moves man, for a big guy. <laughs> okay. 
Next is a tag team match. Uh, Miz and Morrison taking on Bad Bunny and uh, Damian Priest. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he going to give out that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bad Bunny's that rapper that's on there now. Yeah, I know. I don't, ca- I don't really care for either one of those choices. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I, imag- I imagine it'll probably be Miz and Morrison, but I don't know that Damian Priest. I, I I haven't been watching a lot of SmackDown or Raw lately, but I've I've seen that Damian Priest guy, you know, and I don't know, you know, but I guess as much as I hate Miz and Morrison, I you know I I think they're probably gonna take it, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, next we have Cesaro against Seth Rollins. You didn't even get my pick. Who, well, who'd you, who'd I wanted you pick? Miz and Morrison. Miz and Morrison, when he steps through the ring, my mouth goes shut. Okay. And, and Johnny Impact. That, that, that's uh, that's uh, interesting that Granny would pick the, the heel team. Well, you know, I mean, I well, like I said, I I don't really like, I don't really like either choice on that one, you know. But you know, I just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm guessing the Morrison and Miz will probably take it, even though I, I don't like either choice really. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh yeah, that's uh, that, that that is a tough one though. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. Let's see, see if there's anything. Um, any matches. Cesaro. I think you we said could... Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Yeah. Who do you pick? You think's gonna come out on top on that one? I'd like to see. I'd like to see Cesaro take that. All right. Got one for Cesaro. I mean, we I, got. I just like I said, I've not been a Seth Rollins fan for quite some time. So you know, I. You know, I don't know. Hey, I mean, I, I met him in Las Vegas on March 3rd, 2019 at ToyCon. And Seth Rollins, you're still the King Slayer. You're still a member of the Shield. I don't care about your other characters. I still like the guy. He's so, so respectful to me. So, does that mean back. you'll pick Seth over Cesaro? Absolutely, King Slayer. Okay, so we got one for Seth and one for Cesaro. Okay, all right. Um, next, we have... The New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods taking on AJ Styles and his bodyguard, Omos, for the Raw Tag Team. I got to go for New Day. Kofi and Xavier, I got to go for New Day. New Day, got one for New Day. Who you got, Malcolm? That's a hard one, Papa Strokes. I know AJ Styles and I met, uh, what was his name, Xavier Woods. He was uh, Consequences Creed and TNA with Jay Lethal. I mean, I guess I, I'll take a pick. I'll take a pick them all. I'll just flip a coin on that one because I like I like all four of them. So. <laughs> De- yeah, Malcolm wins. goes by default. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. You picks and come out on top. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. I, I think Zane. Kevin He's Owens is gonna. I think Kevin Owens is gonna be him. I really do. Kevin Owens. All right, we got two for Kev. Okay, uh, Matt Riddle taking on Sheamus for the United States Championship. Who do you guys got 
That'd be on top. I gotta go for Matt Riddle. Yeah, Matt Riddle. Riddle okay. Adam, he likes Matt Riddle. I'm going with Matt Riddle. Oh, I like so Seamus, but I'm going with Matt Riddle. Riddle. Two for Riddle. Okay. David against Goliath. Okay. Now, night one of WrestleMania, they had the women's tag team uh, turmoil match, and with the winner getting a shot at the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax of night two. And the teams that will be competing in night one in that turmoil match will be the Riot Squad, um, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, uh, Natalia and Tamina, and Naomi and Lana. So which one do you think is going to go on to face uh, the champ night two? Man, could you repeat hmm. those four again, Papa Stra? <laughs> okay. The I'm right going squad for is Mandy Ro- I'm going for Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks. Okay, we got one for Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks. And just to repeat, Malcolm, the teams were the Riot Squad, uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks, Natalia and Tamina, and Naomi and Lana. I'll go with Natalia and Tamina. I met Natalia, and she's the niece of the hitman, Bret Hart, who's one of my best friends. Okay. So we got one for Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, and we got one for Natalia and Tamina. Okay. Either one could happen. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's really cool. No Alexa Bliss? Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I don't, I don't see her having a match here, I, but even though she'll probably heavily involved in the Fiend versus Randy Orton match, being she's with yeah, the Fiend. Probably. Yeah. So yeah. I hope she doesn't bring her pig like a solid the, card. Tired of hearing about that pig. <laughs> yeah, should be, should be, should be interesting. They're having the uh, now tomorrow night on SmackDown. They're having the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, I love the Battle Royal. That that'll be interesting, for sure. Could um, you name some of the participants? I, I have no idea. Actually, did not really say in here uh, who's all okay. participating, but it could be could be just about <clears throat> the whole card. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I'm trying to think somebody that's in there that I'd root for. Battle Royal is uh, is um, what's his name? Mojo Raleigh in, in the Battle Royal? I'm just wondering. Uh, I'm not sure. He might be. I have no idea. Well, if he's in there, I'm going to pick Mojo Raleigh because he really liked me in Las Vegas when I met him. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see. Like, I, I have no idea who's participating this year. <laughs> My upset special of the week. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So, uh, is there anything you guys? Uh, this has been fun tonight. Thank you for talking full horsemen, and uh, thank you listeners that are listening in. Uh, guys, is there anything you like to plug? Any plugs? Uh, plug away. You can go first, Granny. Oh well, you know, I just um, I don't really have anything to plug. I just hope everybody has a great rest of the week, and everybody stay safe and be good to each other, and you know. Um, I I am well. I am going to a wrestling show Saturday. Um, this nice. is well. It used to be called Arkansas Championship Wrestling. The one that I was president of the fan club of. Um, they've actually changed their name. This is their first show since you know COVID happened. Um, 
they're going to have um, well El Torito was supposed to be at the show they've changed the name to International Championship Wrestling Arkansas and mm. El Torito was supposed to be in attendance but um, something came up he couldn't he couldn't make it I scheduled conflicts I guess I don't know but anyways uh, replacing him is going to be super crazy Nice. Yeah, I remember him from WCW. Nice. He, nice. He Super crazy. WCW, ECW. Uh, I think he was oh, yeah. part of WWE all... for a while. I think he was even part yeah, of yeah, WWE for a while. Super crazy. But yeah, yeah. He's gonna be. Yeah, he's gonna be replacing El Torito. So that's gonna be kind of an exciting night. Um, that's awesome. You know, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to that because this is gonna be their first show in. Over a year, you know, so um, fantastic. It, that, I, I I'm excited about that. So that's awesome. Hope hope you have a good time. Oh yeah, well yeah, I, I, I plan think. on it. I I I plan on. It. And if you and if you all would, um, I I don't usually ask for prayers for myself, but. Um, Granny's got to have a chemical stress test done next Thursday morning at 7.15. So any good vibes that anybody wants to send my way, I'm not saying that anything's wrong, but um, they haven't done one in about seven years on me. And I had a little incident about a month and a half ago that was kind of concerning, and so they want to go ahead and just make sure that, Everything's okay with me, so. Oh, absolutely, you got it. Yeah, you swing absolutely. me your address. I'll send you a get well card. Okay, I'll. Um, I'll. Uh, now you're not on Facebook, are you, Malcolm? No, no, no. Uh, but Brady, I think Brady has my email address if if you need it. And I, if you email me. Well, I, um, I I I tell you I tell you what I can send it to Stro and then he can send it to you. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll send it to you as soon as I get it, Malcolm. Yeah. I'll send it to you as soon as I get it, Malcolm. No worries. Um, I just want to wish Hulk Hogan. They said uh, the champ is hosting WrestleMania in Tampa Bay, Florida, this year. That's right. And him and Titus O'Neil, the right? Are they the hosts? Yeah. Him, him and Titus are the hosts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I've only met him two times, and he's just treated me more like not a fan, like a friend, but like family. Hulk, he has total respect for me. He's been my inspiration since January 84, you know, and he's just Mm -hmm. been so nice to me, you know, and I I was so nervous when I met him that time, Uh, um, you know, and like I said, I've only met him two times, but, you know, taking my picture with him was like, even though Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were in the picture, too. Just having him stand behind me was like the greatest thrill of my life, you know. Um, also, I want to wish all the wrestlers that I know that I've met that are involved in matches this weekend, whether I've talked to them on the phone or I've met them in person, I want to wish them all much success this weekend at WrestleMania. I want to wish Mr. McMahon um, uh, good luck. This is his first live pay-per-view in over a year since this corona stuff hit and i also want to uh tell you and granny that you guys are my best friends i if anybody doesn't like it i can have as many best friends as i want it's my life and also 
Adam's my best friend. I'm renting a room from him here in Charleston. Adam's birthday is the 10th, this Saturday. And I bought him some from the WWE shop. It's not going to be here this weekend, but I got a birthday card for him. And I just, you know, I'm going to spend it with his dad and his stepmom. You know, we're going to be watching WrestleMania the first day. I guess we're going to watch the second part here at the place the next day. But Adam has just been so nice to me. And I told people, David Arquette was my best friend. But I told Dave on the phone two days ago in the morning, I said, Dave, you know, I want to add Adam to like a six-man tag for me and you and him, like a tag team together. Adam Helms, Malcolm Mania Wildman, and David Mania Arquette City. We're a, tri- we're a triple threat. Nobody can beat. So I just want to say that. Happy birthday, Adam. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Stroh, oh, Granny, oh. I want to hope you get uh-huh. better. And Papa Stroh, you run absolute best show of anybody on Thursdays. That's why, Colleen, your voice is unmistakable. So, and your wrestling, oh, gosh. Your wrestling techniques are... You know, our par license or whatever they say, you know. Maybe <laughs> Thank I said you. That wrong. <laughs> you, you, you guys make the show. Without, without, without you guys, it wouldn't be, a, wouldn't be a show for sure. And speaking of show, we, we've got a late caller calling in. Uh, listen, I think this is a Steve. Uh, Steve, welcome. <laughs> welcome Steve. to the party. Hey. How you doing? Hey, Steve. Doing great. Uh, I wanted to mentioned uh the time I met Ric Flair I got to pose with him and uh we did the uh four horsemen sign in the photo so that was pretty cool. That's I wanted awesome. to get that out there before the episode ended yeah. That's oh that's cool it's dude. great. Yeah, the nature boy. That's, that's yeah. Oh that, that's how Flair's really cool. <laughs> you, you get real quick, do you have a any cool four horsemen stories you wanna throw out there? Yeah. Or it got feeling? Um I don't have much stories, but I did like the uh, Tully Blanchard uh, I Quit match with Magnum, and then of course, uh, yeah, yes, Horseman feud with uh, Dusty, obviously. In the uh, oh wow, match. yeah. Oh gosh, yes, yeah. We mentioned the War Games matches they had with uh, Dusty and um, I think Nikita Koloff, and the variations of uh, members t- Dusty had on his team. The different war games matches, the Horsemen. I like how um, they added members later on, like Malenko and Benoit and Solomon, and later incarnations yeah. of it. Yeah, we played we played the video where they uh, with the, the that carnation of uh, Benoit and Malenko and Mongo and Flair got together. The Nitro, he came back with Arn right. Anderson, JJ. What what a what a segment that was! I, I was there. I mean, I mean, when Flair came out, the like, I mean, we we heard it earlier. I mean, the whole roof just came off. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. <laughs> he cussed out he cussed out Bischoff at the end. It was it was tremendous. Right. Um, when do you? I'm wondering when WWE is ever going to do a four uh, four horse women uh, match between the MMA before you know with Ronda's uh, group and. Charlotte and Becky and Bailey and Sasha. I wonder when. I wish they would hurry up and do it. I wish they would hurry up and do it. Goodness, I've been waiting for that one forever. Because I mean, yeah, uh, you know, Shayna's friends are you know over there, and Ronda 
I'm sure could come back when she wants. So I'm surprised uh, that hasn't been, you know, uh, you know, in the plans yet. That, Steve, they're going to be WrestleMania next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could be WrestleMania sure back next gonna, year. They're going to do a ladies four right. horsemen group. Wow. Yeah, because and Bailey's going to be in it. No, no, I'm saying what, I'm 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 saying that's what should be booked eventually. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was in the works or something. I didn't know no, about they, it. No, they no, they no, they teased it years a while back when uh, oh. Shayna and Ronda's friends were there, and never they never uh, built to it. Maybe they can make that happen for next it. year. You know, I hope so. Yeah, I really hope yeah. they can make it happen. Either, either WrestleMania or like Evolution, if they do another woman's pay per view, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I really like the oh, um, I really like the reunion on AEW with Tully Blanchard uh, getting that match, and then uh, he had the title belt on him, and then JD Dillon was there and Arnie Houston on the stage. That was a cool moment. Oh gosh, yes, that was amazing. We talked about that, how he brought back the slingshot suplex in that match. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally slingshot suplex. Hey, hey Steve, you got, you got any plugs you want to give out there? Uh, not really any plugs, just uh, I guess my social media, it's still Steven on Twitter and Twitch and Instagram. But uh, I got to go back and listen to that Brian's that WSD lounge interview, uh, I think he had with the Coloss. Oh check that yeah, out. that was really good. That was um, really good. I got his number if you need it, um, Steve. I got Brian Vaughn's number. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I'll probably get it from him later, but um, yeah, I'll have to check that out after. And then, um, uh, Stro, did you hear about Will Osprey winning the uh, heavyweight title in New Japan? Yes, I'm happy for him. That's awesome. Yeah, AJ Styles like tweeted in support, which I kind, which I thought was very interesting because uh, they both had you know the ref, uh, ref pro heavyweight title and the IWGP title simultaneously. So really interesting stuff. And uh, what do you think about um, Jericho doing the WWE Network uh, interview with Austin? I am so up? looking forward to watching that. I am so looking forward to watching that. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting if they uh, they mention AEW, but yeah, that those are my uh, well, I I saw uh, a clip of it where, where a clip of where Austin did his like a uh, deal where you would um you would say something and Chris would say would say what comes to mind first comes to mind, and uh, the the clip I saw he put over Sammy Guevara. <laughs> oh, wow. his favorite partners. Yes, like wow. So I can't wait. I'm excited to see the interview, the whole interview. Definitely. A lot of interesting stuff going on, but uh, I'll let anybody else uh, plug if need be. Uh, I I think everybody else. One more quick announcement. Yeah, go ahead. If anybody's interested, because I'm done with it because they left Oakland and my heart's not in anymore, anybody's interested in buying my two seats at Reliance Stadium for the Las Vegas Raiders, give me a call or email me. You heard it here, folks. Malcolm, where can they reach you? (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll give you my information, Papa Stroh, if you email me 
you know. Um, well, you got well I mean, I know people that people are listening on there. How, what's the safest info you could give them? Where they can get well, you without? Email, uh, what an email word? Just, can I give my Can I give my email address right now? I just sure. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fine if you want. It's it's Malcomania76 at gmail dot com. It's but it's Malcomania M A L C like in Charlie A M A N I A seven six at gmail dot com. If you're interested. And there you go, Sarah, folks. If you're I interested, give Malcolm an email. <laughs> I just don't care about the win losses. Pittsburgh could win more Super Bowls than the Raiders do. I just they left Oakland, and my heart's just not in it anymore. You know, Kenny Stabler, Cliff Branch, gone. So. Oh man. Uh, any more plugs and shout-outs or mentions, guys? I just make sure everybody gets their stuff out there. I'm good. Um, Steve, you got any? You got any more? Uh, no, just uh, looking uh, looking forward to retro next week, and uh, thanks for having me on uh, last minute. Oh, anytime. I said, you guys make the show. <laughs> well, if you guys wouldn't be mm-hmm. a show, I, I look forward <laughs> to it each and every Thursday, man. I love these discussions we've been having here recently. It's been awesome. Um, well, next week we'll have somebody re- something really cool to talk about, I promise you. Uh, thank you for listening tonight. Li- uh, listeners that are listening in, be sure to uh, catch the archives tonight's show, WCW Retro, on VOCNation.com. Just look for WCW Retro and Four Horsemen Discussion. And uh, thank you guys for calling in. You guys are awesome. Love you all. Have a great rest of the week and weekend. Enjoy WrestleMania. And we'll see you next Thursday. And we'll leave Good out. Good night, everybody. Here we go. Good night. Good night, Express.